When I was 19 years old, I got lucky. I got a job I really wanted. <laughs> and it turned out I was pretty good at it. Uh, the job was being a disc jockey, but that was only the the kind of like the thing I had to do every single day, which was fun. I, I was pretty good at that. I mean, I, I never made it to like the really big leagues, uh, but not too many people do. But I made a, made a pretty good career out of it. But the thing that I really liked was that about a week after I got my first job, maybe a couple of weeks uh, the guy that was the music director was leaving and he said, Hey, do you want to be music director? And I went, uh, yeah, what do I have to do? He says, well, you have to, you know, shuffle the music in and out, see what the charts are playing and figure out what songs we should play on the air. It was a top 40 station in the uh, mid seventies. So we played, you know, a lot of the great stuff, Steely Dan, Doobie brothers, all that stuff, right? A lot of fun right in my wheelhouse. And so I really Really enjoyed that. Did it for several years. Uh, and then I kind of moved on from that music director stuff to other types of radio. I did, uh, you know, news and traffic reports and news anchoring and news writing and then back to disc jockeying and just all sorts of stuff in radio. It was a lot of fun. But I look back on those uh, handful of years, about seven years, I was a music director and thought that was a cool job. And I had very specific knowledge because I grew up with all that stuff. And I think one of the cool things is that when songs came in, I could listen to them and go, this is going to be a hit or now nah, that's, you can't play that. That's not going to be a hit. It was very specific knowledge. And I don't think it would get me much today, but back then it was pretty cool. So, Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is a trade show guy, Monday morning coffee. Uh, find us at tradeshowguy.net. I own a company called trade show guy exhibits. We work with trade show exhibitors, uh, large and small. And our motto really is something like this. We want to make you look good because if we do that, then we look good. Find us at tradeshowguy.net. And kind of a mini rant or mini rambling on skills, generic skills versus specialized skills. A lot of things come to mind when you think about specialized knowledge versus general knowledge. I mean, certainly gaining specialized knowledge is is a great currency today to move into higher paying jobs and higher uh, you know, profile positions. Uh, being a heart surgeon, for example, a specialized lawyer, something like that. Nothing wrong with that. But when you think about it, if you choose that path, and chances are if you choose that path, you do it pretty young, like 19, 20, 21. Maybe you're taking pre-med for a couple of years, and then you decide, do I really want to do that? And you, you take that path, so you're committing to a number of things. You're committing to a career like that, generally speaking. And you're committing to a specialized career, and you're committing to paying lots of money to get that specialized knowledge and the piece of paper that says, you can do that and you can get jobs because there's not a lot of those jobs around, but you are qualified for them. So specialized knowledge leads to uh, kind of specialized jobs. And the other side of the coin, of course, are more generic skills, uh, for instance, office skills, writing skills, speaking skills, uh, typical skills that most people need in the business world. Some have them better. Some have them not so good. Some people have general skills uh, more than specific skills. And that means, though, that you're competing for jobs with a lot more people with general skills, generic skills. Of course, because there's a lot of people that have those skills and there's a lot of jobs out there, there's a lot more jobs that you can qualify for. So the wider the skills, the more jobs you can do, the narrower and deeper your skills, the fewer jobs you would qualify for, but the ones that are a good fit probably pay a lot better. So you're getting paid for that specialized knowledge. And certainly you could tear this apart in, in so many different ways, uh, you know, in, in, in marketing or business or whatever you want. You can, if you're very specific knowledge and you handle a very specific type of client, those people will seek you out if the word gets around. So uh, back to when I switched out of radio in the early 2000s, I think it was 2002, I, 
I realized radio was either I had to be a gypsy and follow jobs around the country because uh, there weren't that many jobs in the town I was living in, or I could switch careers. And I kind of fluked into a uh, the trade show world. Uh, a friend of a friend had a job opening at a small company, and I got hired. And I, I knew nothing about the industry, and I slowly learned about it. One of the ways that I actually learned about it was using my radio skills. Because I was in, I had learned to interview people and record their audio. And so what I did is, and I knew how to do websites, another one of those sort of generic but specialized skill, I don't know, kind of crosses the line there. And so I would record these interviews. I did probably a couple of dozen of them over a, the course of a year or two. And I learned from them, but I posted them on our website. And so I gathered knowledge from experts and consultants and things like that. Uh, After several years, I kind of still felt I had general knowledge of the industry, not a lot of specific knowledge. I mean, I know people in the industry to this day that have a lot more specific knowledge about, uh, for instance, various products, how things go together than I do. I have a lot of specific knowledge, but I also have a lot of general knowledge about the trade show world. So general knowledge really is kind of easier to transmit from one person to the other. Specific knowledge is more detailed, but allows someone that holds that knowledge to do things that someone with general knowledge on a subject would probably not be able to do. I mean, I can tell you generally what goes into building a house, but I couldn't build a house because I've never built a house. (laughs) I've never actually done that. And when I have to have someone work on my house, I hire someone that knows specifically what they're doing. Uh, So on and on. I have a friend who who's an expert on watches, expensive watches. He owns a dozen watches or so. Uh, they're not all expensive. In fact, you know, when it comes to expensive watches, uh, a lot of the watches that he looks at and is aware of and has read up on and knows a lot of knowledge about are watches that would cost five or 10 times my annual income. So, I mean, there's some really, really expensive watches, but it's kind of fun to listen to him go off on all these expensive items because he knows so much information about them. It, it's it's really specific information where they're built, what kind of movement they have in them, and the various kinds. I mean, he could go on forever about them. And I kind of, my, my eyes kind of glaze over, but it's kind of fascinating as well. It's a hobby of his. It certainly won't get him, yeah, specific knowledge won't get him anything other than I know about this stuff. So there's a lot of different kinds of ways of looking at specific versus general knowledge. Uh, just like my knowledge on... Uh, pop music of the 70s. I mean, back then, it kept me gainfully employed. Today, I suppose there's a few radio stations I could find, you know, stations at Sirius XM or something to do 70s or 60s music. And I would know a lot of that. And I would be able to do that well. But there's a lot of people now that could do that. Maybe uh, because so many years have passed, that knowledge is kind of spread through. It's more general knowledge now. Um, I mean, whether you're designing cars or designing graphics or writing annual reports, a lot of that skill requires a very specific skill set which you have to go and get education and pay for it to do it so back to education you know i think it's generally understood that high school offers general knowledge and that if you want the uh, higher knowledge you got to go and pick a school and and spend the money on it Uh, but but what do you want to do does it require you to go to school and pay a lot of money so much education and knowledge is out there these days that you don't have to pay for i mean if you search around you can find all of the lectures that you ever want to watch on any subject that are out there for free. You won't get a college credit for it, but you'll get the knowledge. So there's a lot of different ways to look at that. Uh, And to wrap up this kind of short little rant on skills and knowledge, I'm reminded of a Dave Grohl quote, (laughs) Dave Grohl of 
course, of the band Foo Fighters. He was the drummer for Nirvana on their really big album, Nevermind. He says, quote, I never took lessons to learn how to play the drums. I never took lessons to learn how to play guitar. I just sort of figured it out. I think that if you're passionate about something and you're driven and focused, you, you can pretty much do anything that you want to do in life. I, I think that's true. That's very true. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you really, really, really want it and you really want to learn something, you'll find a way. So I think passion is critical and uh, being driven and focused certainly is too. If you don't have that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a skilled heart surgeon that's making a lot of money. If you don't love what you're doing, or at least to a certain extent, you're going to be going through the motions and it's going to get boring and you're going to wish you were doing something else. All right, that's my rant. Uh, this week's one good thing. I just finished a novel uh, by Chad Zunker called The Tracker. <laughs> it was really kind of fun. About a guy, a 20-something kid who had a, some specific skills. Um, he was a street kid. He grew up in the streets, foster homes, all that stuff. You get the whole backstory through the novel. But he ends up... Uh, tracking, he goes around to, he follows a, a political opponents during a campaign. He films them, tries to catch them making mistakes. They put that stuff on social media and, you know, it's just interesting, but he gets caught up in a murder mystery. So uh, called The Tracker. It's by Chad Zunker. And I believe it's a Kindle download. I don't know if it's available as a as an actual book, but I found it on Kindle on Amazon. So uh, quick read, a fun book and uh, very worthwhile. That does it for Trade Show Guy Monday morning coffee for the 22nd of March. Have yourself a great week. Spring is here. Enjoy it.